Welcome back to Nostalgia, your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture. I'm Patrick Sheehan, here with my co-host Dave Martinson. He's always here for the right reasons, folks. <laughs> Team Wells. Team Wells. We haven't seen a good friend Wells. I don't even know his last name. Wells Orson. Orson Wells. Orson Wells. Speaking of goats. Probably him. I'm sure we will meet well soon as the commercials highlighted pretty evidently yeah so as most of our fans know we're talking about (laughs) bachelor in paradise dave and i are bachelor fans i want to start out today though calling out some of our friends for being fake bachelor thank you you did this on twitter yes follow at at sheeny world peace follow me at mark swagger we're both live tweeting the bachelor finale monday evening Mm -hmm. and also you could follow the show at nostalgia pod follow the Show at soundcloud.com slash nostalgiapod. But Pat, the Twitter police were out for good reason, I would say. I was really happy that you're very proactive about this. You don't want to be a silent bystander. You have to take action. And you did. And I'm proud of you. Yeah, so I, I sign on to Twitter. I'm, I'm doing the live tweets. And I see our friends Ryan Murphy and Adam Mahalik. They tweet, Team Jordan and Team Robbie. And I don't remember seeing a single tweet from them when, when you and I were in the trenches all season, live trenches. tweeting this, right? talking about our, our fandom, the heartbreak, the drama, and, and ultimately, <laughs> Joelle Fletcher finding love. <laughs> Joelle, yes. yes. One half of the final contestants calls her Joelle, right? Or Joe. I think by the end they both were, but it was a strange transition because mm. basically only Robbie was for like three weeks. Nothing is stranger, strange. though, than just jumping on at something when it's at the peak of its popularity, when everyone else is paying attention, mm. and not actually paying attention hmm. throughout the whole journey. Hence, not the right reasons. Yeah, Dave, our friends Adam and Ryan were not in it for the right reasons, so the Twitter police gave them a warning. Hmm. If we see them tweeting about Bachelor in Paradise during the finale, we'll know. Also, Adam was t- tweeting on Jordan's behalf. Yes. Like anyone was surprised. You can't brag about Jordan winning or Jordan having the qualities because it was a stacked deck. And also, was anyone actually Team Jordan? I think everybody no. realized he was going to win, so everybody wanted to be on someone else's team, hoping there'd be an upset. But Jordan, it's like rooting for the Yankees. I mean, only losers really. Or, or the Dallas Cowboys. No one, no one roots for them. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I had to take a little shot at you there. Mm. I guess you could all say it's like rooting for the Patriots, too. Mm. That's true. So. It's funny how the Cowboys, literally America's team, and the Patriots... Not as their namesake is played. Not <laughs> Everyone hates team. them. That's funny. So we're going to talk some more Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, right. but we wanted to talk about something that popped up beginning of this week. Yes. Out something of the that has been teased. 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 Hinted. Alluded to. Back in April, we thought it was coming. Can't say promised, but... Back in 2013, we thought it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Back in 2012, we were promised it would come. Wait. Biggest tease was last year, almost a full calendar year ago, we were expecting a July release. And then nothing was said here or there. July came and went. Now we're at the end of July 2016. And then we finally get some news. What is that news, Pat? Well, the news is that Frank Ocean is releasing his sophomore album this Friday on iTunes. Well, I guess Apple Apple, Music. Correct. Boys Don't Cry is the expected title. We don't know. Do you think he'll actually name it that you know, if you notice the live stream URL, that weird, weird woodshop thing he did, which started off this whole tease that Apple later confirmed, the URL is like boysdon.co or something, like hmm. something along those lines. So I don't know. I think that was the name he initially teased a while back. I'm not positive, but I mean, it fits kind of his, his aesthetic. 
But either way, it's coming. And if Apple acknowledges that it's on board and coming, which they did kind of cryptically right after midnight on Tuesday, I think it was, you have to expect it to come. But at the end of the day, it could not come because the way these releases work, and hence why you haven't noticed any big leaks lately, is because all these Apple Music projects, they don't go to Apple Music until the artist finally pushes that button right at the very end. Yeah, we, so Frank could just totally not do this. I think we saw that with Chance, right? We did Where see that with Chance. It, it was supposed to be coming, and then, well, actually, he dropped it out of nowhere. Right. But We saw it with Views. Views did not leak. V, right. Views did not leak. Uh, coloring Book did not leak. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely see. Our, what are your expectations for this album? I mean, what, Channel Orange? Channel Orange, his Grammy Fantastic. award-winning debut album just came out in 2012. And then 2011, he had Nostalgia Ultra, his debut mixtape. And before that, he had a lot of work with Odd Future. That, that was always the funniest thing to me. Because when he was at the Grammys, and I guess it must have been early 2013 then, uh, he was front and center. And he performed, and he won, and everyone was, you know, right on board. Shannon Lord is a fantastic project. He's an R&B singer, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And Tyler, the Creator, was right there in the front row sitting next to Frank, because that was his plus one. Mm-hmm. And That's awesome. Because they're Odd Future bros, obviously. Right. They're good friends. And Tyler, the Creator, when you know anything about it, is very controversial, loud, especially in his earlier years. He said, he said <laughs> says some shit. And I just thought it was funny that he's front and center at the Grammys while his best friend is up there killing it. But yeah, that was four years ago, Channel Orange. So I don't know, man. This hype is... It's not detox-level Dr. Dre hype. It's not J-Electronica hype. You but said it, it was. It's close, man. It's the next closest thing. Uh, see, I, I go back and forth on it. because it's, It hasn't been long enough as those two. That's right. the only reason why it's not there yet. And Fran- Frank is beloved, but Dr. Dre is... I mean, he's an icon. Frank Ocean is not an icon yet. And no. I think even if he gave a very good album, there's still going to be a lot of babies made this weekend. I'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to be listened to a ton. Yep. There's going to be a lot of people uh, in 20, 2034 named Frank, probably, or yeah, something good. along those Maybe Ocean? His first name in real life was Christopher. Ah, Christopher Brooks. Did not know that. Brooks. I just know that people are going to like this, I think, no matter what. I mean, he's a, he's it's a gonna very be big. creative yeah. person and I think that's the thing that stuck out about Channel Orange was that it was very unique for sure and I think when you break this down in a couple of years it, by the end of this year mm-hmm. we're going to look back and we're going to say next to Coloring Book this is probably the most interesting project that came out and that's saying a lot with uh, The Life of Pablo coming out yeah and, and Lemonade um, yeah Lemonade also I, I would agree I think the fact that the Frank Ocean album is coming and assumingly we will have it soon is a huge deal uh, that immediately trumps a lot of things because it's just so rare and everyone's kind of wanted it but it just hasn't happened and speaking of his creativity like you said watch his Swim Good music video where he, he's driving around in that orange BMW mm-hmm. and he's like using the katana it's just really he's a really creative guy and then I mean just listen to songs like Pyramids and I mean, it's, Pyramids. Yeah, probably Pyramids from Channel Orange is probably his most complex song it's like 8 minutes long mm-hmm. one of his best songs but yeah I'm very, very hopeful regardless of what the name is Frank Ocean will be dropping this album. It will be fantastic, and it will continue an awesome year in music yeah. this year. I mean, you had an album from Drake, Kanye, Frank Ocean, Beyonce, Radiohead, Rihanna. I mean, there, yeah, Rihanna. There have been some really huge artists dropping albums, and hopefully we'll see Frank next year touring festivals a little bit. Ah, that's a good idea. Frank has been open with being a very complex person. He's right. been pretty open about dealing with his sexuality, about dealing with depression, different things like that. He's been a recluse for four years. Right, so that that's another reason why I think this album will be probably very deep and very interesting, because I think it's going to touch on a lot of different subject matter. 
first time we re- like you said we've really seen him in a couple of years yeah I mean Kanye pulled him out of that cave for French track which is basically now 40 second interlude of <laughs> yeah. no substance on the life of Pablo but very, he got him <laughs> very strange very strange <laughs> anyways we're gonna move on to something a little bit lighter Frank Ocean can be very deep Bachelorette not deep at all they might listen to Frank Ocean while they're getting it on though they, well Jojo and Jordan might because listen Jordan to, won listen to Nature Feels of Nostalgia Ultra that is a bedroom <laughs> smash <laughs> so Bachelorette wrapped up Monday Bachelor in Paradise started Tuesday let's start with Bachelorette so it's been a couple weeks since we talked about it mm-hmm the person I thought was going to win, Luke, did not win. No. He did not even make it to the final three. It's funny. You know why he didn't win? Because he wasn't good at communicating, which was my whole grip <laughs> against him from the beginning. That dude is not a good speaker. He's just kind of like nasally and, oh, yeah, you know, like my heart <laughs> my heart is there for you if you'd like to go out and uh, punch a ticket and take it. It is there <laughs> if you'd like it. This is an awesome uh, Luke impersonation. You need a Texas accent, though. Yeah, I'm not going to try that. Uh, also, he has that weird, his face kind of kind of off. He's know. got like a weird line in his forehead. Is that what it is? I, yeah. I can't explain it, but it's you kind of like, hmm, good looking dude. Of course, they're mm-hmm. all good looking dudes, but off. Something's off there. He had an all-time surprise face. Yeah. The, the moment that she kicked him off, his face just, he's a yeah, zombie. That was really funny. And, and he just <laughs> that, kept that, saying, that was meme worthy. Yeah, and he just kept saying, it wasn't supposed to happen. This wasn't supposed to happen. I don't, then JoJo, I didn't want it to be like this. Right. She fucking let him go. Yeah. You I literally know. chose this. I know. I didn't want this to happen. What are you talking well, you, about? And you certainly can't cry. Yeah, so r- ridiculous. Anyways, Chase made it through. Chase, who literally... I don't think he has a brain. Uh, I'm pretty sure Chase... I've come around on him more. Wow. Yeah. Sell me on Chase. I think... Uh, I, this is really just because I just don't want Luke to be the next Bachelor. I think Chase is a way better choice because he can talk. Can he? And every episode in The Bachelor, you will need to talk to the whole field, will you not? You do. And if you want someone to talk, pick Robbie. Robbie talks about his emotions That's and his open. Chase, you, you can't pick Chase because he... He can talk, but his sentences are like, oh, I like ice cream. Jojo, do you want to make a snowman? Hey, all these superficial women might be into that, man. <laughs> and Luke, Luke will be like, well, I'm not lactose intolerant, and I do like dessert. Therefore, if you got me ice cream, I would eat it. It's going to be brutal if Chase is the next Bachelor. I think it's got to be the Robbie or Luke at this point, and for, for two reasons. One, Robbie is the best communicator, like you said, out of probably all four of them. That's how I got that far. Yeah, it is. I actually don't know how he got that far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we we never paid him any attention earlier. We assumed he would be gone. Yeah, I thought I thought he'd be like sixth, seventh gone, right around when Alex was gone. But yeah, that's why I thought he'd do better, just because he he's like more of a character. I don't know. Yeah, so it was it was very strange, and, and he has that weird hair. I don't know how to explain on it. His head. Yeah, it's like a little like a poof. Yeah, I don't know what's in his hair, but it's not the same product as Jordan. I don't know. And our girl, Katie Nolan. Mm. Shout out Katie Nolan. Love Katie Nolan. She, Watch Garbage Time on Wednesday nights at she 11 p.m. compared him to McGruber. And <laughs> yeah. he looks just like McGruber. She's been doing that for weeks. Yes. I and give her looks, so much credit. And his college picture from when he was a swimmer. He had long Florida. hair, right? Yeah, he had long yeah. hair and it was like swooshy kind of guy. Like Justin Bieber back in the day. He looks just like McGruber. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's Will Forte, right? Correct. Plays, yeah. so he That's might, an SNL character Then they made their own move. He might actually be Will Forte's son somehow. How about that? There, there's, there's a chance. I wonder if they have a family feud. Hmm, interesting. So, Jordan wins, but there was some drama in the final episode. Jordan, he didn't ask for JoJo's father's hand in marriage. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, so Jordan wins now. They're setting up an initial conflict just to make you think, oh, Robbie could win. 
Just so they can be like, ah, nah, just kidding. It's so produced, Dave. This episode was so produced. Nothing was more produced than when Luke had that circle, rock circle in the shape of a oh heart, and he didn't say the words. I know. And I, that's when I was like, bro, like, what, do you, what are we here for, man? Also, you want to talk about produced... The whole thing, oh, he didn't say I love you. And then right before the rose ceremony, he goes. Luke goes and hey, tells him. Hey, can I have a minute? You. Yeah, oh, can I have a minute? No! No, you cannot. Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah, I think every guy there was like, are you fucking kidding That's what Katie Nolan went off on. She's like, you can't have a minute. We, we can't have a minute. We have rules. We have dignity here. It's the rose ceremony. I think every guy there and was And she did the same that. thing when he showed back up to be like, hey, just wanted to let you know. It's all good, blah, blah, blah. I don't want your last impression of me to be me all mad. But props for him for getting mad. That was actually probably the realest moment, and a moment where I actually did very much like yeah, Chase. for sure. She brings him up to the fantasy suite. Right. First of all, calling it the fantasy suite, pretty much saying, we're gonna fuck. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm newer to the, these, uh, quote, shows, but how often do people get rejected once they get that into the suite? That's, I, a, that's a bad look. I don't think I've ever seen it. Usually, if you are gonna reject the person, you, you just don't tell them the, beforehand, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't give this to you, and bye. Right. But... She invited him up, and, and then... she made him say it. I know, she made him say it. She pulled it out of him, and then broke him in half. She's terrible. It was brutal. I, I, I had my hands over my eyes, and I was like peeking through, because it was that awkward and to she, watch. <laughs> Before Chase got mad, he just takes the biggest gulp of wine. He's, wow, alright, <laughs> this. Yeah, which, honestly, like you said, props for him. So, just to wrap it up, do you think she made the right choice? She got who she deserved. She clearly is kind of shitty to some she of these dudes. got who she deserved. Damn, Dave, that's cold. She man. had a really good-looking dude who is a big douche and self-absorbed. Sounds like a match made in heaven. I feel like she has no sense of self. Because basically she was just waiting for You're people. You're on these shows more than once. Come on. <laughs> but in the conversations with her parents, she... Oh, he didn't tell me, so I can't pick him. If you feel like you want to go with Jordan, go with Jordan. What mm-hmm. is this? It's not. It doesn't have to be the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be. It's probably not going to be. They're going to break up in a year, and Jordan's going to be dating some low-level celebrity. Yeah, for sure. So models, he'll date models for the rest of his life. Anyways, Bachelor in Paradise kicked off on Tuesday. It did. Chad. That's all I have to say. Team Chad is back. Jeez. I liked Chad in The Bachelorette because I thought he was an interesting dynamic. He was uh, frank and gruff. But then he went all Trump on Bachelor in Paradise, He was off the chain. Too far. I have been lit in my day, Dave. I maybe have never been Chad lit. He actually soiled himself. For a dude that big, and what, he's like in his late 20s? Hold your damn liquor, bro. What the hell? He was sloppy. He was laying on the ground telling a one-armed girl to suck his dick. And it's also bad when your sloppy self becomes all misogynistic and sexist oh, like that. it was horrible. And then you have the dec- the nerve to try and play it off as just joking around the next day. He should be humble as hell. He told Chris Harrison to go fuck himself. Chris Harrison is a saint. He is the only reason that these people are able to look good at all. Because mm. I think Chris Harrison tries to bring out the best in them and make things look genuine. But no, everybody on these shows is out there for fame. They just want to be on television. They're selling a couple years of their lives to... You know, have their 20 minutes of fame. So, Chad, shame bell. I wish I had a bell right but now. But he's going to be ding, the next ding, episode. Ding. They showed that. Yeah, I, I think he'll be on for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Because whenever they make it seem like it's going to dominate, it's always like 10 minutes sure. of the episode. And then they're going to show Jared, who... How the hell does that dude become the hot commodity on the island? Last season on Bachelor in Paradise, there was 10 girls that all wanted to be with him. 
and he ended up being how do you not win stuck well you don't win you end up being chosen with people and he was stuck with this crazy virgin named ashley i and he decided he wasn't about that life and hmm. ended it so how about that yeah he i'm pretty sure he like voluntarily chose to like leave because he didn't want to be with her how's the show end basically at the end if you're coupled up you go on some big uh, honeymoon together. It's not you don't actually like propose, but usually the end is when they're like you need to like commit now, or so they like really try to push them into commitment, and people freak out. I so. want to see how Evan does. Evan, I'm just interested to see how his prospects are. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how Without he's Chad. knocked out next week. Cause I don't think Chad hits him. Nah, I don't think so. Do you think he has like a heart attack or something? I bet he just like falls or something. What did you think of? I want to read you a line. Sure. Daniel, Chad's sidekick. Oh yeah, I hate this dude. You can't get rid of me. I'm like herpes. Why would you say that? And actually, wait. It's curable now, right? It's not that bad. <laughs> he said, well, I guess you don't want to be related to herpes when you're talking about this stuff, but oh, I guess it's curable now. Dude, why even bring it up? He, he went off with that girl right away. And One he of the me- Immediately was super awkward and bringing up stuff you don't talk about to someone you just met. He basically just went on to see Chad. Seemingly. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. Also, one other weird thing. If one twin gets... Chosen both stay? That's stupid. What what happens next week? Do they both have to choose one guy? I don't know. They seem terrible. They, oh, they're <laughs> they're airheads. They were on a Dallas Cowboy cheerleading show before they were on Bachelor. So they're okay. also just fame grabbers. So sure. none of them are in it for the right reasons. No. Except for maybe my, my girl Jubilee. Shout Vinny out to Jubilee. Barber? Vinny's pretty cool. Oh. I, I think he'll probably Is stay he, to the end with that. The firefighter dude. From Bachelor. Nah, not not about that Grant life. <laughs> we'll be checking in occasionally, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to move on to some other TV shows before we get into Suicide Squad, obviously the big movie coming out this weekend. That's right. So Netflix has been killing it this summer. Mm-hmm. It's been the summer of Netflix when some other TV shows have fallen flat. Mr. Robot's been dragging a little bit, been a little indulgent. Night of, still fantastic. N- Night of has been I think episode good. four is my favorite episode. Really? Yeah. I thought episode one was my favorite. Episode one's really good. So the two shows that I think we should mention, Stranger Things, I finished it. I know you haven't yet. I do think we should talk a little bit more about it when you do finish it. I do really want to watch it, yeah. Very I'm, good. We'll get into it later. It's getting a season two, already announced. Awesome. Shout out Winona Ryder, getting that uh, late career bump. Yeah, without Tim Burton. Yeah. Interesting. BoJack Horseman. Will Arnett. Love that show, man. Who else is on that show? Oh, who else is on that show? I, I know it's a lot. Will Arnett, Aaron and Paul, Paul Allison Brie, Paul F. Tompkins, Amy Sedaris, Patton Oswalt, and J.K. Simmons have reoccurring characters. Okay, so four people I care about. I like Patton Oswalt, and I like J.K. Simmons. I Dude. couldn't care less about Allison Brie. Wow, that is a hot take. Overrated. Did you watch Community? That's all anyone ever says to me. Did you watch Community? Did, yes, did, I've seen Did you I- watch Mad Men? She's on Madman? She's she plays See how I I know she's on community. I get it. She was good on that. She's funny. Who's who's Community's the, funny show? Who's the, the young douche on Mad Men? Well, Christina is that Christina Hendricks? It's not No uh, Christina Hendricks. January is... Jones. I didn't know there was no. another woman. Yeah. <laughs> well she, she plays the wife of one of the men, so Oh okay. And she's not in a lot of episodes, but she's still good in it. Right. Anyways. Give her, give her props. Bye. I'm sure her voice works fine. By Allison Breestock. I'm not going to buy that stock. She's not in anything. Dave Franco was in an episode this okay. season. I like Dave Franco. That stock you should buy. John Krasinski was in an episode. That stock you should season. sell. Paul McCartney was in an episode as himself last season. That stock, I don't even think you can buy anymore. <laughs> it's not even on the, the, the Nasdaq. <laughs> There's no IPO point. for Paul McCartney. So. Um, I mean, I, I could... Kanye go... made him famous, after all. You know, who is it? <laughs> I mean, I could go through and read here. Olivia Wilde was in, is right. in some episodes. Fair. Lisa Kudrow. Canceled, Stanley Tucci. Okay, I like so there, there's a bunch of really good 
people who have small parts. Keith Olbermann plays a, a small part. That really? He, yeah, he's been on some of the episodes. Didn't Tom Jumbo Grumbo. You kind of need to watch to understand some of these names. Sure. But basically, Bojack is a star from the 90s who is trying to revive his career and struggling with what it means to be famous and yep. losing fame. And it's a really deep show. It's season three now? Season three, yes. The last two seasons have a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The only TV show of 2016 with 100% rating. I mean, that's cool, but TV rates are on those those sites, just saying. Look at IMDb. Everything's 100%. A, everything's a 9.5, you know? 100%. That means no one ha- had anything below a 10. Sure. It also could mean they only got reviewed five times, and they got five tens. I, would, I know they didn't, I but I'm say, just saying. I doubt that. <laughs> it's I aggregate, highly doubt aggregate that. sites. We so, talked about RT before. So Bojack, I think the reason that I'm so high on it is because it, it takes a really interesting look at a serious topic and mm-hmm. uses a comedy format and really, I guess, cartoons aren't as childish as they used to be. But anthropomorphic but animals, dog. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm all about that. Princess Caroline, when they have Mr. Peanut Butter, who's a dog, and they keep telling him, sit, stay, and he's like, I don't want to, like, stay, and he's like, just sits down, I, I lose it every time. But Big they, Will Arnett fan, obviously. Oh, Joe from it. Arrested Development is the best Arrested Development character. Yeah. So, wow, so good! Another hot take. You're not 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 Tobias guy. I like Tobias. David Cross, an, an, an all rapist, an all an anal rapist. <laughs> oh. I'm young, <laughs> but it's it's really funny. But at the same time, it touches on some really deep topics. Three that really stood out this year. Obviously, they look at depression. I mean, Bojack is severely depressed, tries to use substances to cover this big void in his life. And mm-hmm. But the two that really stood out was, one, they had a really awesome episode on abortion and ah. had a really interesting look at how media does not always portray abortion in the most appropriate way and does not always look at the topic from the best angle. Interesting. They also had probably the first asexual main character on a show ever. Aaron Paul's character at the end of this season is asked straight up, are you gay? Because this girl who has been into him since he was a child is like, what's the deal? I've been basically throwing myself at you. And he's like, I don't think I'm gay. He's like, I don't like guys. He's like, I also don't like girls. Just indifferent. And they were just like, oh, that's cool. And that was it. There wasn't a big deal made about it. It was just like, oh, that's cool. Which is awesome. Yes. So it took a freaking cartoon to touch on some of these topics and probably the best way that media has seemed to date. Right. I feel like calling it cartoons kind of missing the point. It's an adult show. It's, a, it's animated. It's a sitcom, I guess. I don't know. An animated sitcom. It's like calling Sausage Party a, a CGI movie. I mean, yeah. It is. It is. It is. It's also rated R. <laughs> That's very true. Sausage Party's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Speaking of casts. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that on sure. a future nostalgia. Backlog.com. Flash nostalgia pod. Suicide Squad. Oh. David Ayer. Fuck Marvel. He took it back. You can't take it back. Once it's said, it can't be taken back. <laughs> it's like toothpaste, bro. David Ayer, a big fan. Are you? He's got a solid resume. Big Batman vs. Superman fan? He didn't. was not all of that. Wait, really? That's Snyder. Oh, you're right. David Ayer wrote Training Day. He wrote the original, The Fast and the Furious, a seminal film. Should be in the Library of Congress. <laughs> Library more, of Congress? More importantly, he directed End of Watch and Fury, two phenomenal films. Did not see Fury. Watch Did that. not see End of Watch. Damn. Training day's awesome. Ask, I'm all about that training day. Ask if you've seen End of Watch. I don't want to do this as a spoiler. Ah, the movie came out four years ago. Whatever. Spoiler. Jump ten seconds in the future. One of our friends was like, oh, End of Watch. That's a good movie. Really sad. And walked away. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why would you say that to someone when they're about to watch a movie? Totally influence it. Mm. And it's a movie about cops. Was it, so is like, it someone I know? Yeah, it was Steph. Oh, no. To Adam. You should ask Adam. We'll go off on this. 
Well, I, 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 maybe in the future when we talk about Scream Queens, Adam can give his brief take on nah. what that story said about it. Oh, you don't want to talk about the Scream Queens? No, Adam. Not with Adam. He, he bumps his leg too much. He, he vibrates into the mic and you can't hear anything. Ruins the audio. Shout out Adam Mahalik. I've tried. Twitter police will hopefully... Yeah, yeah. Why are we going to reward, why are we gonna reward him? Please. <laughs> so Suicide Squad, 33% Rotten Tomatoes. We've talked at nauseum about why you shouldn't let critics influence what movies you go see. We don't really need to jump into that. But it is getting panned to start. and that's. <clears> but it's exactly. better than BVS. <laughs> that's not exactly what DC Comics needed, though. Correct. Here's the thing. Again, I, I, I was trying to avoid the reviews... Going with open mind like I always do, but inevitably, it's too hard. The embargo lifts too far in advance, and you see the headlines, you see the stories, you see the problem with Suicide Squad is this. Five reasons why Suicide Squad sucks, all that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But again, all these critics seem to really be reviewing it in the wrong lens. Again, it's a movie called Suicide Squad. There's a crocodile on the team. <laughs> Some logic should be left at the door, man. Of course. If you want to say Jesse Eisenberg's Les Luthor was grating, you want to say something about Jared Leto's Joker, that's fine with me, but do it in the right lens. That being said, the movie is tracking between 125 and 140 million, which would shatter August records. That would be Will Smith's biggest debut. It almost doubled his biggest debut, which is I Am Legend at 77. Wow, really? Correct. It 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 could be the biggest movie of this of the year. I think it will be. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. It'll be the biggest movie this summer. The biggest movie of the year was Civil War 179 and BVS 166, but it can beat Finding Dory's 135. Which is pretty impressive. Now, here's the problem, though. We need the cinema score to be good. The, oh, Pat, I saw Suicide Squad. That was really good. You should go see it, or I liked it. It was fun. BVS had a very poor cinema score, and that resulted in a 70% ticket drop-off into, second weekend. into the second weekend, which is huge. That's how you need this movie to have legs. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to resonate. BVS made $900 million worldwide, but what do we remember? That it was super polarizing, and a lot of people vehemently did not like it. Suicide Squad can't be that. DC films need to hit, not just financially. They need people to like it. The audiences need to see it, though. There's hope still. And either way, the cast is phenomenal. I don't think it will have the drop-off that Batman vs. Superman and It's a really huge drop-off. I don't think it will either. It won't be as significant. I think that there will be a drop-off, obviously. It's just going to happen. It's not going to have those kind of legs, because I I don't think that this is going to be Batman um, Returns, or not Batman Dark Returns, Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, right. something like that. It's not going to be one of those movies where you're going to come out of it and be like, wow, there was a really awesome villain in it. Because I, I don't think Jared Leto's Joker is going to... It's always going to be compared to Heath Ledger, and it's never going to be Heath Ledger. Nothing is going to be. Well, thing, was, it opened. It's <clears> going to open... Higher than Deadpool did earlier this year. Deadpool didn't even have a villain, but Deadpool had great legs. That's what they need. Because the word of mouth. I could see that, but the thing about Deadpool is that you were following one character around. And you got to really yeah. go in depth with him. They're gonna maybe go in depth on Harley Quinn. Uh, there looked like there were some screen grabs of some past shots with her and the Joker. Yeah, her, so, Will Smith, and maybe the leader of them, Joel uh, Kinnaman. Yeah, Joel yeah. Kinnaman. I have a feeling Cara Delevingne's Enchantress is important. The rest, though, the rest is all window dressing. It's, right. When there's this many people on a big team up, yes, some of them are not going to oh, have so good mean, characterization. You mean they didn't want to give Jai Courtney a lot to do in this movie? You don't say. Hmm. So it, it'll be pretty interesting to see. I, I think I think that Harley Quinn will come out this big star. I think Margot Robbie's basically they're setting her up to have some big legs within the DC universe. I mean, we talked about how they're going to be doing the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Uh, moving SoundCloud.com slash NostalgiaPod. All those female superhero movies, DC, trying to 
get in on that, and it'll actually be first the punch of Wonder Woman next year. We talked about that green trailer last week. SoundCloud.com plus Nostalgia Pod. For DC, though, after the fallout from Batman vs. Superman, right? what would actually qualify as a miss for them with this movie? If it's just as panned and disliked as BVS. It can't be that. They need a movie that people like. At least the fans need to like it. Right. It's going to make the money. No problem. Overseas helps, of course. Open the weekend helps. It's going to make probably $700 million at least mm-hmm. worldwide. But it need, they need people to like it, you know? Right. And Wonder Woman has good potential. It does. Justice League might. You know, the trailer, Patrick trailer gave some sense of goodness. But I don't know. People need to like this. Fans need to like this. And we'll see. We, we didn't see that cinema score is. I thought that a miss would be, be being a forgettable movie. I think that you're right. That if it's forgettable, that will also be missed. But I think if it's a movie that is remembered for not being good or remembered for not being what people wanted to see from this, because I think that there's been so much buildup around this that at this point, if it doesn't deliver in at least certain aspects, if the Joker isn't good, yeah. if, if Harley Quinn isn't what we see in the trailers, the kind of jump off the screen character, that it could really be a huge hit for DC. They might be running back the the playbook here. Yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, there's a lot of like rumors coming about about how when they recut the movie, they were trying to basically scramble to make it more like fan friendly, more more funny and like tongue in cheek, a la Guardians, in a, mm-hmm. as a direct response to BVS's super dark tone, which was so maligned. Problem right. is that can really break up how the movie goes, and I think Absolutely. that was one of the bigger criticisms from the early reviews. Yeah, you never want to be playing defense. Like you, know, you always want to be on the offense. If you always want to be moving forward with your game plan, right? And when you're responding to what a, another movie is getting criticized for, to try to change the perception of your fans on something that they haven't even seen yet. Yeah. And mo- I think most people are going to be in on this movie anyway. They yeah. probably didn't need to do anything. And it, honestly. It doesn't need to have a, a much of a story because it's an introduction of all these people for the first time, and Batman will make an, a new appearance. Mm-hmm. But as long as a few characters resonate, if people like Margot Robbie and Will Smith, mm-hmm. if I mean, Jared, I assume the Joker is going to be polarizing. We knew that as soon as we saw the promo images. Are there? I don't remember. Are there plans for for future Suicide Squads or no? No, there's not. They talked about the Harley Quinn movie. That's not confirmed or anything. But this is. I think this is really just setting up the Joker right. and Harley Quinn to do more with Batman in the future. Mm-hmm. And then depending on which characters survive, you'll have them in play for future Justice League centric films. So we'll see. But yeah, we, they just need characters to hit and fans to talk about it in a positive way. So. We'll find out this weekend. It's going to make its money either way. Let us know what you think. Tweet us at NowStalgiaPod. Absolutely. We'll be talking about it next week. I think Dave and I are both planning to see it before then, so we'll yep. have our, our reactions. If there's anything else you want us to talk about, tweet at us, comment on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash NowStalgiaPod. Better the second time around. Uh, for anything else you're looking for, you can find us there. Leave us a rating, a review, and subscribe on iTunes. We'll love you forever for that. Right. And uh, share share our, our links with your friends. Have them listen to us. Help us grow. That's right. Maybe, Twitter, Facebook, put it on there. And make sure you shame Adam Mahalik and Ryan Murphy on Twitter for us. That's right. I'm not even going to throw out their uh, nah, Twitter you, handles. Look at our handles. It. Look at our timelines for the interactions. You can follow me at Martin Swagger, M-A-R-T-I-N-S-W-A-G-R. And you can follow me at Sheeny World Peace, S-H-E-E-N-Y-W-R-L-D-P-E-A-C-E. Shout out Metal World Peace. We out. And this here's been a long round, so I gotta go. It's logic, the one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro?